0: Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right, welcome in. Cube
1: show podcast, a college football podcast that usually comes to you on Sundays. Um it is 2 01 a.m. on Monday. Currently I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. In town for Read and React tonight uh, with Roman Harper on the SEC Network. So, kind of one thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about, we're going to have a little conversation about here in just a moment. As you know, you're brought to you by Wickles Pickles, Wickedly Delicious. Uh, each and every show, they are our title sponsor. They are the reason that we're able to come to you and provide this to you, uh, along with our other sponsors. But we always appreciate Wickles for everything they do for us. Um, go to wickles.com. You can have them drop shipped to you. Uh, you want to go check out some recipes that they've got uh, at Wickles Pickles on Twitter, on Instagram. Check them out there. They're fantastic. You can use them a lot of different ways. We snack on them at the house. We've got them going, so uh, we don't have a jar here, obviously, because I'm in my hotel room in Charlotte. But uh, usually we do, and you know how much they mean to us, and we appreciate them. All right, we're going to go through the SEC games. You know what we do in the fall. We go through the film each and every day. So uh, I was in Starkville over the weekend, went to the guest room for dinner Friday night, uh, got to go hang out with Coach Arnett and the coordinators uh, on Friday afternoon, met with Will Rogers and Cole Smith you probably saw the stuff that we did with the snaps with Cole Smith how he's changed his stance he's got his arm out straight and he switched from right hand back to left hand because LSU didn't want him doing that uh, it's pretty cool conversation with him him with Will Rogers talking about how he could not even hand off the stretch play when he first started this offense and how he's gotten going he's, he's taken over coach Barbe's office coach Barbe goes to the, the offensive staff meeting room every day and he's kind of let Will have his office and he's just taking that over so pretty cool conversation there Jet Johnson was in there with us he ends up having an amazing game uh, with that win against Arizona. We'll go into that one in just a moment. But first um, need to talk to you about a couple things here, uh, because I know what it's like to have a routine, do the same things kind of over and over and you stay with that and you do that every day or every week, whatever that is and, um, I love the fact that I'm appointment listening for some of you guys. Um, I got a couple of viewers that say they grill out every Sunday night and they listen to the show. They get frustrated when it doesn't come in. Some people get frustrated when my Twitter takeaways don't come out in time. I get it. I understand it. I'm the exact same way. Um, I have my routines. I do the same things each and every day. If I get out of that, I get all out of whack. Kind of like today. Perfect example of that. Um, I was in Starkville for the game. We go to overtime. A lot of traffic getting out. Of course, we're overtime. I was going to drive back to Birmingham, hang with the family for a couple hours. I have a 2.30 flight. That's the last direct out of Birmingham to Charlotte on Sundays. Uh, So I leave for the airport, you know, 1.30, 1.15. And um, got to hang with the fam for a little bit. Got home about 1.55. Got a little bit of sleep. Kids jumping on the bed, 7.30. Got to hang out, play for a little while, trying to grind on some tape, get some film in. They go to church, actually skip church, forgive me, Jesus, uh, to watch film. Um, I know that's probably surprises none of you that that would be the reason that I would skip church. Family goes, I stay, then I got to go get on a plane. We get delayed, trying to watch it in the airport, on the plane, wait, take off, get to Charlotte, get to the hotel. Bottom line is I couldn't get it all in. And the one thing that I wanted to say to you guys is I'm not going to do this show unless I've seen the film. I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to look at box scores. I'm not going to guess. That's just, it's not who I am. It's not what I'm about. Um, And I want to get this out on time for you guys. So this, we're probably going to end up having to move this to Mondays. I I just, I don't see how it's going to be feasible to get it out on Sundays. Um, Just kind of based on, where I'm going to be, where I need to get to. And then I got to do prep for that Monday show as well. It's just, it's probably not going to be feasible. Now, um, I think I can get it out pretty early on Mondays. Like I have a feeling that I should be able to do it here, like late Sunday nights. And then we push it out early Monday morning. Um, So hopefully that's something that we can do. Um, But it's it's a lot to try to jam it in because I still want it to be good. Forgive me for missing out today, this week. I'm sorry. Um, I appreciate all you guys sticking with us. We appreciate the growth that we've already had. Um, I just, I want this to be good. I want it to be great. And it means a lot to me. I'm passionate about it. This is kind of a passion project for me. I want it to be mine. Like I, I take a lot of ownership in it, so I'm, I'm not going to screw around with it. And if it can't be good, what's the point? So, uh, I like sharing with you guys where I was, what I saw, what it was like, the great environment in Starkville over the weekend. Um, but there are just other pieces that have to be managed and handled, um, on Sunday. And it just ends up being kind of a lot. So stick with us. We're going to try a couple more Sundays moving forward, but it's just, it's going to be tough. And, um, cause I'm in Oxford next weekend, probably going to drive home after that and then fly up here and we'll see how we can do it either way. Routine. I just mentioned that. So one of my routines is AG1. I started this like a couple months ago. Um, I do intermittent fasting at night. And then right after my radio show, I take the bottle, I put a scoop in, I go to our break room, ice, water, shake it up, and boom, I knock it out right there. AG1 can replace your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more. One simple drinkable habit. You got it right there every day. Science-driven formulation of multivitamins, probiotics, whole food source nutrients. The reason I wanted to do this is I don't get these things. I don't get them in my everyday diet, and I know I need to have them. So AG1 helps you build your health foundation first. I feel better when I take it. My gut health feels better. My down. I was talking to Stanford Steve the other day, and he even said, like, do you feel better? You do AG1, right? And I said, yeah. He said, don't you feel better when you're doing it? And I do. And as a matter of fact, I can tell you, like, if you think that it's just like something I'm just saying, and I didn't even really plan this, but, like, I'll show you guys. Like, these travel packs I'm getting ready to tell you about, boom, right there. Like, I've got mine everywhere I go. Like, I want to make sure that I've got them. So here's how you can get a couple travel packs for free, Okay. One year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, all you have to do is go to drinkag1.cube, drink drinkag1.com backslash cube. One more time because I'm delirious right now. Drinkag1.com backslash cube and check it out. It's AG1. Get your health started today. Do like I do. It is fantastic. All right, let's roll into some of these games. Georgia, 45-3 to over Ball State. Uh, Wanted to see a little bit more pass rush from Georgia. Uh, I'm still kind of worried. I'm not worried about it, but it's still something that hasn't really consistently shown up. Um, Malachi Starks, interception. They get a couple of tip balls, grab a couple picks, take one back. Uh, Special teams touchdown. So I a lot of good things happening for Georgia football. There's nothing to worry about. There are some people I see negativity. I'm not concerned about anything. Um, You know, green got beaten side a couple of times in some pass rush situations, but it's they'll get it figured out. Um, I thought the tight ends played well. I thought they blocked. Well, I thought the perimeter blocked well, including the receivers still the lad McConkey. So you're going to have him coming back. Ra Thomas did some good things. Um, And I thought Carson Beck was good. Like quick decision-making on target on point decisive. He just looked in control and that's kind of what you want to see in a game like this. Dylan bell gets a little time at running back. He's got more juice. He might be able to help. And obviously Robinson, the freshman gets there at tailback and he looks like he can be a guy that's going to be reliable, uh, to maybe carry the load down the road. Don't know if he's ready for all of it just yet, but might have to be pretty soon, but he, he's got the ability. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So a lot of good things, um, from from George, I thought 52 is really good inside on that defensive line. He was disruptive. Dominant win. They handled their business. All right. Vanderbilt goes down to Wake Forest, 36 to 20. Um, the Vanderbilt offensive line's got to pass protect better. Vanderbilt's got the weapons. When you when you look at uh, Patrick Smith, McGowan, the yards after catch for McGowan. Obviously, you know, you got Will Shepard down the field, big play receiver. He gets a big touchdown. It's a really nice catch. The pass pro from the O-line has got to be better. Open some things up in the run game. The quick distribution to some of those playmakers has got to continue. The creativity that they use, those guys, has got to keep happening. Um, You know, they struggled in coverage. They struggled to fit the run a little bit. That's a weird offense. It's that walk-the-dog sort of slow mesh offense, so it's not always going to be the same. But what has to happen there, you have to dent the pocket. The interior defensive linemen, They got to get a push. You have to be disruptive there against that offense to force a quarterback to make a quicker decision, either hand it off in the rush lanes or an open or pull it And the, the routes haven't necessarily developed just yet. So that was a little problematic for Vanderbilt, but I love AJ Swan. The problem right now is you're going to get one to three, just bad decisions every game. He's going to throw into double coverage. He's going to throw into a window that's not there. He thinks he can fit it in and it's going to end up in interception. It's happened in both games so far this year. I've seen it last year, but he gives you the arm angles off platform. He can move. He's got this. He's got a strong arm. Like he's got ability. They have ability. It's just got to all come together and they've got to be better in the middle. At the point of attack on both sides of the football, brutal loss, tough loss, had the delay that doesn't help, especially on the road. Cause you know, you're not in a, you know, locker room settings are never as good on the road. You're not as comfortable anyway, no excuses. They lost the game, but I still think Vanderbilt all in all, like in its totality this year, trending up and uh, things are going to look good. Kentucky takes care of Eastern Kentucky, 28, 17. A lot of people seeing this score. Don't feel good about it. It's okay. First off, um, I want to say this uh, thoughts and prayers with Liam Cohen, he and his family, and the Kentucky football family. Um, Liam's a great guy, fun to talk football with, fun to visit with, um, just a great dude, man. And like he had a little bit of a health scare, saw the release from the school, and just want him to know I'm thinking about you guys. And uh, we're all hoping and praying that everything turns out okay. Devin Leary's coming on. It's going to get there. It's not bad now. I mean, he's 24, 38, 299, four touchdowns in a pick. He's going to be fine. Uh, the one pick, maybe just rusted a, a tad. i tell you what I do like is the left side of the offensive line. Uh, Dylan Ray's got some nasty over there at guard. And then, uh, Marquise Cox coming along there too. Like those two next to each other. It's like a, I mean, they had, a, they had a couple of nice slabs in pass pro. Um, I know Ray Davis didn't get a ton of action. He didn't get like fully going. But I do also think that from Ray Davis's perspective, he looks leaner. He looks quicker. Like he's going to be fine. It's, 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 I'm not worried about him. I'm not really worried about Devin Leary. I, I, you get Tavian Robinson going. We've seen Dane Key and Barry on Brown both going in each in the first two games in different ways, like kick return, reverse. They're gonna be okay. Like there's just there's still gonna be a little feeling out process with this offense that they're just gonna to have to kind of be patient with, but it's gonna get there. Um, I felt pretty good about a lot of what I saw from Kentucky. Um, Trevin Wallace, great at linebacker again. Walker and company up front on defense consistently need to be better. They're really good at times, but it's just not consistent. Want to see that continue to improve. Um, you never need to improve your selection of flowers when you go to Blakely's bouquets, go to Blakely's bouquets.com call two zero five, five, seven, nine, 4900. Uh, they serve local and regional events right there in Jefferson County and Shelby County, same day delivery in Jefferson and Shelby County. They're located right there, downtown Edgewood in Homewood. Um, Blakeleysbouquets.com If you need to send flowers, to anybody in the Birmingham area, Alabama lost this weekend. Maybe if you're an Auburn, Tennessee fan, you want to send them some flowers. You can do that. 205-579-4900, Blakely'sBouquets.com. They've helped me with weddings, funerals, Mother's Day, uh, birthdays, balloons, you know, decorations. They got it all. Blakely'sBouquets.com. Fantastic people running that place, and they can help you do great things. All right. Um, Ole Miss 37, Tulane 20. This is a good win. I'll, I want to kind of start with that because I know people are going to see that Michael Pratt was out and this might not be as good of a win. This is a team foundationally that's built on being physical at the point of attack on both sides of the ball, running the football first and had a little bit of success with it. Not a ton. Uh, I give that old Miss front seven, specifically the defensive line credit for that. And then also I think you saw that they struggled to run the football, but, There were overpopulated boxes. There was a lot of movement from the front seven. Ole Miss struggled with that a little bit, but it opened up some other things and Jackson Dart took care of that. I thought Jackson Dart just looks like he is in command of this offense, in control of this offense, feels confidence with this offense. Like for me, he just he looks like he gets it all. Right now, that's the picture I get when I watch Jackson Dart operate this old miss offense. Um, pass pro has got to be better though. They're just, they're on different levels. They're not seeing games develop quickly enough and stunts develop quickly enough. I'm thinking maybe if they go to the pistol, it could help open up the run a little bit, balance some things out when they did later in the game. It looked a little bit better. Running backs out of the backfield. We thought we were going to get some of that. Haven't seen a ton of it just yet. And they could be saving that. Um, it's great to see Trig involved. Big catch for the touchdown to go up. Massive play by Jackson Dart to be able to sidestep the rush, deliver that ball to Trig, and then go up. Um, seeing Trig involved, and I'm telling you, that's what can make this offense very different. His athleticism at that position. I thought Pegues and Uku on the defensive line were solid in this game. I thought the edges were pretty good in this game for Ole Miss. And I love watching offensive guard Quincy McGee. Um, He plays with some nasty. Like, he plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. So I felt pretty good about him. Excited about this Ole Miss offense, man. Like, they look like they are rolling. Uh, Trey Harris is just phenomenal. Like, he is the real deal. Uh, so Ole Miss got a good one in him coming over from Louisiana Tech. It's just a really nice win on the road in New Orleans. It meant a ton of to that program. You go in there and get it. Dogfight, but you find a way to win. Big players make big plays in big games. And that's what Jackson Dart did for Ole Miss to get that win. It was a good one. Not a great one for Texas A&M. They go down to Coral Gables, 48-33. They go down to uh, Miami. Three turnovers, a lot of pressures. Um I'll tell you this, Connor Wigman earned some some respect from me. A kid's tough because he took an absolute beating. I mean, he got stalled in half one time, high-low, and I didn't think there was any way he wasn't going to be put out of the game. Uh, He took a couple other just big hits, and I thought for sure he was going to be out of the game. He's tough. Uh, They tried to get quarterback run going a little bit early. Um, It appeared to me as though, specifically the offensive line, sometimes the backs and tight ends were slowed down because they were thinking. So trying to process things may be uncertain, but I'll tell you what this defense did. That's attack. And there's a, there's a part of college football that's happening right now where there are not a ton of teams that are collectively giving great effort and just playing hard. It's one of the things when I talk about Arizona's defense and just how they play, we'll talk about that. Uh, This Miami group we'll talk about them. Um, Even parts of the Cal team. Why I thought it was going to be dangerous for Auburn was because of how hard they played. And I don't know if it's just new people playing together or new systems or I i don't know what it is. But like there's just there's when teams play hard, I'm talking about like really get after you. It sticks out like that. It's very easy to see because there's not a ton of teams doing it. And I don't think the other teams have an answer for it because when it hits you, you don't know how to react. And then I think it kind of makes you take a step back and that slows you down even further. Um there was a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stunts. There's a lot of blitzes. There's a lot of movement by that Miami front seven and AM just didn't handle it. Like I said, I felt like they were a step behind because they were thinking, like, where were the, where was the screen game? I thought they stayed with the gap scheme run game a little bit too long. And that allowed pressure to get upfield and cause commotion and cause traffic and the run game couldn't get going. Uh, but Wigman still made some good throws. Evan Stewart made some great plays, some great catches. It just... With that much heat and that much disruption, it wasn't going to be consistent. It just wasn't. Um Defensively, just lost in the secondary at times. I thought Shamar Turner played his rear end off. I thought he played a great game. He was one guy that gave great effort for four quarters, it felt like to me. Um I was impressed with his game and what he did. I thought McKinley Jackson did some good things. Uh I thought 45 was playing fast. I mean, he was moving around, but... They're just the concentration and the understanding. Like there was one play where the bat comes over to take on a blitzer off the edge and he's like squaring him up. Yeah, and then he goes out into his route and that pressure man hits the quarterback. It doesn't work that way. Like that's somebody's not on the same page. Now, some of the problems that I saw from AM, I think are correctable, easily correctable. We're going to talk a lot about slide protection being a college football epidemic right now. It's like it's a big problem that's happening across the board. And it was a big problem for them in this game. They're trying to slide everything, gap everything. And sometimes when you do that and the pressure comes back and circles around and you leave that gap and then you have other guys from the other portion that are coming to the opposite gap and you're taking that man on and you're occupying all the offensive linemen, it's not going to get picked up with the way certain defensive coordinators have smartened up to it essentially is what I'm saying. They know how to gap replace. They know how to overload they know how to show overload and then bring pressure to the other side and screwing people up and they're not picking it up. So that was a big portion of the problem that I saw for Texas A&M. But I think that was almost just like a, that was almost like a a gut punch, a kick between the leg game where just like it happened so fast and so furious that it just, it didn't feel like they were going to get back into it. Um, But I don't think it's something that's going to be like ongoing for the rest of the year. I think they can overcome a lot of it. Um, Kent State, they go down to Arkansas 28-6, to 6, 26 rushing yards for Kent State. People are seeing the score, and they're a little bit worried about it. And I'm just – I'm not concerned about it. I mean, K.J. Jefferson was sharp again. He was 13 of 19. He threw a couple of darts. I'm talking like tight windows. Now, that's – I'm still a little worried about that. I'd like to see some more separation. We haven't seen that just yet. But – KJ looked sharp, man. He was comfortable in that offense, and no Rocket Sanders, but you didn't really need him in this game. Uh, KJ throws for one thirty six, two touchdowns, no picks. They had no turnovers. They only had four flags. I think this game, you get Latham back on that offensive line. Uh, the defensive line was very active. Felt really good about that group again. Twenty eight was flying around at linebacker. Uh, I love that with that, what, what I love with the linebacker and defensive line core, the front seven for Arkansas looks great so far. They're going to get a big test from BYU this week. It takes a big step up. Uh, so we'll find out that's grown man football because they're legitimately grown men. Um, but it's, I like what I see from Arkansas so far, this game kind of throttled back early. It slowed down early. I felt like Kent slowed it down. I felt like Enos kind of slowed it down a little bit. So I, I don't, I think it's a little bit of a deceiving final score, I'm I'm this I'm not worried about it at all. Kind of like I'm not worried about my jeans. Uh, later today, when I want to read and react, I'll be in blue delta jeans because they're custom fit denim, premium denim that's comfortable, breathable, flexible, but it looks dressy. You can dress this thing up with a sport coat. You can wear it with a hoodie. You can go. You know, if you just need to run to the grocery store or you're going out to grab a quick dinner with your girlfriend or your wife, or if you want to dress it up for a night on the town, you can do that as well. Go to BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find out how you can get fit. If you're going to be in Oxford, you can just do it there where they started the whole thing. Go see Nick and the guys and they'll get you set right there. Or if you want a gift certificate, Christmas right around the corner, BlueDeltaJeans.com for the special person in your life. They can get the best pair of jeans they've ever owned at BlueDeltaJeans.com. I'll be wearing those later tonight. All right, um, Tennessee Austin P. This is another one, a little bit weird. Like I'm, I'm seeing and hearing some negative things about Joe Milton in this game. Like what? Why? I don't understand it. Um, there was a couple throws that he, that sailed on him. He had two or three that were maybe behind a receiver. Here's the, here's the good news. If you're a Tennessee fan with Joe Milton, okay. What did we say before the season? He's going to have a couple 500 yard games, and he's going to have a couple games where we sit there and we say what the hell happened to the offense? How does that happen to that offense? Like that thing's so high powered. Like how, how did what, if you just had one of those against Austin P and you're only going to have a couple of them, that's pretty good. You'll take that. Cool. Let's move on. Cause the run game looked good. I know that. Uh, I know, right. looked great. Again, toting in the football, the offensive line is finishing. And you know, it's not a hundred percent that group, but they're coming off the ball in the run game. they, Still not great in pass pro, a little bit leaky there at times. But in the run game, they are firing off the ball. Jacob Warren is giving them great movement at tight end. That's out on the perimeter in the screen game. He's helping them there. And then when he inserts at the line of scrimmage, he's doing a good job there. I love the defensive line versatility. Um, Tyler Barron going in and out. Other guys moving around. You got a couple of nice edge guys that can give you a good speed and good twitch off the edge there. I feel really good about Tennessee. 30 to 13, Austin P. I'm fine with it, man. Like people, you can say what you want about the fastball with Joe Milton and say, well, he can't take it off to do this or that. Well, look how fast he spits it out to the perimeter. And even if he's on the far hash, getting all the way out to the numbers on the other side, that's the give with the take that maybe a slant is thrown a little bit too hard for incompletion every now and then. So you live with a few of those to get some of the top end stuff that you're going to get down the road. I didn't have any concerns coming out of that game. I'm good. Uh, Missouri takes out Middle Tennessee. Thought the offensive line was pretty good. Twenty-three to nineteen, run game solid. Brady Cook more efficient. Still want to see that confidence grow. I still feel like we get we. I don't see that calm from Brady Cook in the pocket. And when it, there's either pressure or a threat of pressure, I, I want to see him. Just know what to do and know where to go and know when to get it out. And there's still sometimes a little bit of hesitation or there's that run, pull up. No, like the indecisiveness. I feel like it's still there a little bit, but he's getting quality reps. And that's what it's going to take to get that to go away. Big step up this week. Now, this was a nice test because as we talked about with Alabama last week, veteran front seven from Middle Tennessee. Uh, a passing game that's very unique, and offense that's unique. You get air raid principles with tempo. Um, you get really wonky formations. You know, they have like quads to the boundary and different things. So it's a good test defensively. I thought Mizzou defensive line played great again. Like those guys are active. They're disruptive. The whole front seven, but particularly the defensive line, did some good things in this game. So some good takeaways for Eli's group. And now you get Kansas State. Physically, it's going to be a tough matchup. Not running the ball as well as they have been. But Will Howard looked pretty good last week throwing the football. So it's a good test for Mizzou coming up this weekend. Um, LSU 72, Grambling 10. Now, this one not as indicative the other way around. I saw some problems here. Now, LSU handles their business, absolutely. I thought Emory Jones looked good on that offensive line. I think Logan Diggs, three at tailback. Like, is he the guy? We got a little separation maybe. You know, he does like the – The 300 hurdle, like this is Sparta, where it looked like he was going to drop kick the DB. Uh, He's got some nice wiggle and shake, good explosiveness, getting up north and south. But I saw a couple of zone reads from Grambling, where the quarterback keeps the ball, and next thing you know, picking up big yardage. I saw a couple of zone, uh, full zone, stretch zone plays, where it wasn't fit properly. Now, I will say two of those, I think one was third and eight, one was like third and 12 or third and 15. So you're probably sitting back on those, and you're playing a lighter box, but still... You can't give up as much space as they did on those because Mississippi State is going to run the hell out of stretch zone. You're going to get it a ton and they run it well. Uh, so that was something that was a little bit concerning. I did like the, I liked how they were multiple on offense early, shot plays early, force feed the football to eight. Uh, you saw some Q runs, you saw some screens. They mixed it up early, kind of got everybody else involved, because, as we said, coming out of the Florida State game, this can't just be Jaden Daniels deal. Everybody else has to help. Like he can't do it by himself. And we saw a little bit of that in this one. But keeping contained defensively, quarterback runs breaking you down like those things can't happen. And saw a little bit of that in this one. Good to see Mason Smith back. He was disruptive, did some good things. Eight team was really good on defense again, um, but this is a dominant win. So you take the win. You learn from a couple of things that you're going to see this week that are applicable. That's good because they're correctable before you get into a game against an opponent that can probably knock you off if you don't play well and you repair them before you get there. Um, kind of like some of us need to repair like, you know, our hair or how hairy we are. Manscaped can help with that. Um, you know what Manscaped can do for you. Like, Take care of that Reggie Bush of yours with their skin-safe technology. This should guarantee you have a smooth ride into the playoffs if you're a fantasy football guy. The leader in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their Performance Package 4.0. It's time for you to do the same. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com. Get 20% off, free shipping with the code CUBE, C-U-B-E at manscaped.com all right performance package 4.0 you're going to get the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer the crop preserver and the ball deodorant you're going to get all that right there with this deal now that lawnmower 4.0 trimmer here to guide you on a journey to trim your body balls even your a gap get all that taken care of lawnmower 4.0 400k led spotlight brighter than bryce young's future into the end zone so obviously pretty bright, I guess, if uh, we all think Bryce is going to do good things. Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, the Ultimate Flex. Watch it run through ear and nose hairs like Aaron Donald's runs through as an offensive line. Weed Whacker, also waterproof, uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Nose and ear hair trimmer provides all that you need to stay clean. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little bench warmers be on their A-game when they're feeling the sun's heat. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping by using promo code CUBE. Promo code CUBE, you get 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com. All right, manscaped.com. Go check them out.
0: Appreciate them for being a part of the show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. We left you off with Florida and McNeese.
1: Here's what I liked about what happened in this game. Sometimes when you don't play well and you come back in a game like this, there's certain things I need to see. And what I liked about what Florida did, they went back to what they need to be, to where they need to live, to what their foundation is going to have to be if they're going to be a successful football team. They ran stretch zone. They ran split zone. They ran bootleg. They ran quick throws. They ran waggles. Like, that's all the stuff that they're going to have to have. They're going to have to live and die on to build on everything else. Instead of coming out there and saying, oh, we better let Graham Merch just air it out and throw it 50 yards down the field over and over. No, they didn't do that. Now, did they get all going a little bit? Yeah. got a couple of nice plays. Guess who else they got going? Montrell Johnson. We wondered where the hell he was in week one. You got him going in this game. That's great. Uh, I thought center and left guard had a nice game. Uh, I thought tight end number eight came in a little bit late, did some really good things. So getting some young guys, some reps. Defensively, I thought Scooby had a good game. 88 had a good game. Uh, I thought a couple of guys in the secondary were really flying around. Austin Armstrong's group played aggressive, and that's a letdown game where you can maybe go in, not play up to your ability. I thought they did some good things. So I felt pretty good. 49-7. You handle your business. That's what you're supposed to do. But they also worked the things that they're going to have to have moving forward. They didn't get too cute with their plan going into that one. South Carolina, 47. Furman, 21. Okay. Sort of the same thing here with South Carolina. Like, what did I see that I liked? You add some quarterback run early. Well, what's that going to do? You know you're not just going to move people with your offensive line because they weren't great in the first game. Protection is going to be an issue. Add some Q run. You have to respect the backside of it. Okay, now what else? Take Xavier Leggett, put him in the backfield. Cool, we can hand it to him. We can motion him out. We can throw it to him. All set up for things down the road that you're going to be able to do. What else can we do? Move the pocket. They rolled Spencer out just a little bit more. And I thought Spencer looked sharp. I thought he made quick decisions. I thought he was accurate, and he was really good on the run. He dropped one rolling and right, like a deep ball, it's almost good as the one that I tweeted out last year. That was exceptional. Uh, the quick game was good. I like that as well. Defensive line a little bit better. Uh, I thought Tonka Hemingway, TJ Sanders were a little bit more disruptive. Uh, I thought Debo at linebacker was running all over the place. He was really good. Now, some people see the twenty-one points, whatever. Yeah, some quarterback scramble, quarterback run that got him. Okay, whatever. Like. You saw that with Auburn and Cal. You saw that with Arizona and Mississippi state. Like you get these quarterbacks that are a little bit dynamic or know how to move and be slippery. It's going to happen. Trick play right out of the gate. I'm not, people aren't living and dying by that. That doesn't mean your defense is terrible. Um, So I thought you came out and did some things that you can put on film that could be problematic for other teams down the road. You can build on those. You can add to those and that can be good. So I I felt pretty good about what South Carolina did. Now, does that mean I think the offensive line all of a sudden is just better? Probably not. No. But you're showing that you are going to do some things to help that group out. And that is a real plus. Kind of like blue Chew when you're talking about sex and how you may need that to be better. Remember the days when you're always ready to go? Well, now... You can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Go to Bluetooth.com. It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anywhere, day or night. You can also plan ahead. Be whenever the opportunity arises, you're going to be ready to go. Process is simple. Sign up at Bluetooth.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part. It's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. You don't have to go wait at the pharmacy. That's all good. Bluetooth tablets made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. So what you need to do right now is go to bluechew.com. You can try it for free. You get a one-month supply. All you do is pay the $5 shipping. com promo code CUBE, C-U-B-E. com promo code CUBE. You get your first month free. You pay five dollars shipping. That's it. You do a little quick consult with the physician. You'll be ready to go. And you got that right there at your doorstep. I mentioned Auburn Cal and I thought that was going to be a difficult game. I thought Auburn was going to, have to play a good football game to win this one. Auburn didn't play a good football game and they won the game. In some ways, that's even better. It shows that you can find different ways to win. It shows that your team has a little bit of heart, a little bit of determination, a little bit of grit. Cool. I'm with that. I like that. Uh, 14-10, to Auburn gets the win, did not look pretty. They throw for 94 yards. Uh, Peyton Thorne was 9-14. of I think they threw for 97 as a team. Uh, Two touchdowns and a pick. Rivaldo Fairweather got going. Big catch on third and 15 late, uh, where he kind of had to come back to the ball a little bit, falling down, catches it down by his ankles. He caught three for 39, a big touchdown on a 50-50 ball. That's what you want. You want that catch radius, the athleticism. He went up and got that football. He attacked it. It was a hell of a play. It was a good catch. you, you kind of got the Robbie Ashford in the red zone packets. There were some people that were wanting Robbie after Peyton throws one pick. And just kind of like, then you see Robbie throw across his body. And it was like right into the linebacker's hands. And I'm pretty sure there were three defenders in the line of sight of the receiver when that end zone camera showed the replay. So it's like maybe not just yet. Um, but I didn't think the offensive line played great, but the running backs did. And these Auburn backs are showing that they can find a crease or find some space or have an understanding of where the play is taking them, even if it's not blocked perfectly. That shows Carnell doing a good job with these guys, and they have a good feel for the system. Collectively, they understand you know, exactly how the play is going to be designed. I thought um, defensively, Jalen McLeod was really good in this game. Uh, I thought Keldrick Falk did some good things in the run game. Uh, Keontae Scott was flying around on the back end. I thought he played well. He was playing fast. And Eugene Asante was just a man child. He, he was a one-man wrecking crew, honestly. like The guy was all over the place. Uh, second game in a row, really, that he's just been insane. The North Carolina transfer has been an awesome addition to this Auburn linebacking core. this Auburn defense. He played great ball. Auburn was 4-12 on third down, four turnovers, and you find a way to win a game in California. First win in the state of California in the history of the program those are some good things, man. Um, it's It wasn't pretty, but you ain't got to win. And so, you know, move on to the next one. You're 2-0. Um, the offensive line, like I said, did not play great. Center, got to work on his base. It's way too wide. Uh, right tackle, his feet and his pass set, getting a little close together. So you're getting a little top heavy. Not good for trying to stay balanced and trying to continue to get depth or width. The left guard, got to work his hands. You're getting too wide. Got to get your hands inside. Um, so I thought in pass pro the, they were on different levels, didn't see things the way that they really needed to. There's still some improvement that can be had there. But once again, you win, got to win at Cal, a team who had a dynamic quarterback, a good quarterback, a really good running back, an offensive line that plays well, a defense that plays very sound football. And I know there's not a lot of like first round draft picks on that defense, but they play sound fundamental football. And so that's a challenge when guys are disciplined and do what they're supposed to do um, and then they play hard. Once again, that's a group that plays their rear ends off. And that's showing up when people do that, it shows up more so than ever before right now. So it was something that I know I noticed and and right out of the gate, I knew like, Hey, this group's getting after it. All right. I want to tell you about prize picks. You're into fantasy football. You're looking for a little ways to win a little bit extra. Prize picks can help you out. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Prize picks, most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and then place your wager. All right. So testing my skills on prize picks this football season, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you've got the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a couple of taps. Prize picks really simple to play. I can make my picks, submit my entry less than 60 seconds. They take Apple Pay, so it's easy to get on there and make a deposit. By the way, speaking of deposit, go to prizepix.com slash cube and use the promo code cube, C-U-B-E, and get your first deposit matched up to $100. I'm going to say that one more time. prizepix.com slash cube, promo code cube, C-U-B-E, First deposit matched up to $100. It's that easy. All right. So Prize picks offers weekly promotions that can link to big payouts like taco Tuesday, each Tuesday and Prize picks discounts, select prayer projections up to 25% to provide even odds. So go to dot Now you heard it slash cube promo code cube first deposit matched up to $100. Like, Say Saquon Barkley, more than 60 yards. Patrick Mahomes, more than two passing touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr., more than 50 yards. Or Josh Allen, more than two passing touchdowns. You're going to get games like that and more at prizepicks.com. Where I was over the weekend, Starkville, Mississippi, great environment. They had a whiteout. I think it was the first one they've ever done. Really cool. It it got loud late. We go to overtime. Uh, A dynamic quarterback in Jaden DeLara throws three picks early four for the game still has a chance to win it scrambles on the last play of the game. It ends up being the last play of the game. And he gets like inches from converting a first down. Just so gutsy. I'm watching him over there with Jed Fish and they're laughing and shaking hands and smiling. And I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. This kid's throwing three picks and they're just over here talking about what they're going to go do next. And like, I, t- I interviewed Jeff at the end of the first quarter. He's like, no, man, we're going to run our offense. Like, we're just keep doing what we do. Talk to him coming out of halftime. Um, there was a quarterback sneak where the linemen weren't ready. And I asked if that was an ad lib. He said, absolutely. That was just Jaden being Jaden. He just did his thing. Um, told him not to do it again. But yeah, he said it was that was him just acting on his own. T-Mac, big physical wide receiver. that caught a touchdown pass. He had eight for 161. Like he's going to be in the NFL. Um, I think Cowing is going to be in the NFL. Wiley's going to be in the NFL receiver running back. Um, they got a D tackle that's going to be in the NFL and their left tackle is going to be in the NFL. Like this was a talented football team and state gets the win 31, 24. I know it didn't look pretty. I know it wasn't what a lot of state fans wanted, but this is a good win. This was a confident team. They've been building and building and building. You go back to Jed Fish's first year, second year, and now this year. I think they had they thought last year if they'd have played clean football, they could have competed, maybe won the game. So that was a little something else that they were thinking in the back of their minds. So I, I mean, I, I just I don't want state fans one to take this thing for granted, and I don't want state fans also to think that this wasn't a really good win because it was. This was a really good win. Um, Will Rogers goes 13 to 17, 162 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, Jet Johnson, 11 tackles, two for loss, two interceptions, man. He was awesome. So I think this is kind of, I do think this kind of personified what this team is going to be. And that is just gritty, tough, find ways to win, lean on leadership, lean on veterans. You got a veteran quarterback, veteran linebackers, like veteran tailback, veteran receivers. And as they continue to grow in this new scheme, like Woody Marks is already feeling it, man. Like 24 for 123 and a touchdown. He's catching the ball well out of the backfield. Like he's fine. I ain't worried about him. The offensive line is going to keep getting better. You saw some of the stance things that we show with Cole Smith, like how he's a lot lower in his stance. He's got his arm extended. He's gone from right hand to left hand back again. Um, Will friend told me uh, when I asked him about it, I was like, did you have anything to do with that? And he's like, dude, I don't care. He did all that on his own. He's like, can the quarterback get it left-handed? If so, just do it. Will's telling us how he can't see the football now when he's in pistol because his rear end's so low. Will told us on the stretch play when they first started, he couldn't hand it off. He did say they still have some stuff underneath that they're doing, but they don't want to do a ton of it. It's it's going to be an ongoing process, but I think they've taken to it fairly well already for how new it is. Now, you still want to see Will Rogers have the ball in his hands laid in the game because, you know, he's your guy. Like he's the one that can go out there and win that football game for you. Um, but they leaned on the defense. They leaned on the veterans. Rogers throws that little quick pass. It ends up being a touchdown late state gets the win. You're two and Oh, who cares? Take it and go. One of my favorite post game interviews I've ever done was Zach Arnett. I love talking football with Zach Arnett. He's fantastic. Like, I know everybody thinks he's like this serious rough and gruff guy, but he's actually got a really good sense of humor. He's fun to talk to. Yeah. He's intense, but, Yes what it is. You had nine flags, you were 3,11 on third down. It's like there's a lot of stuff you can clean up, but I felt pretty good about it. All right, uh, listen, I've told you guys how busy I am. Um, busy fall season's already in swing. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy way of life. If you're too busy to cook this fall and you want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, you skip the extra tip to the grocery store and all the chopping, prepping, and even that cleaning up while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor Fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and then you enjoy. Then you go back to crushing your goals or doing like your 17 shows like I do a week, whatever that is. So adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34 or more weekly flavor packed, fresh, never frozen meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Gosh, how easy is this? Level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs, ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Truffle butter. If you're looking for calorie conscious options during the busy season, try delicious, dietitian approved, calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. They're making this thing so easy for you. Head to factormeals.com, factormeals.com slash cube50. This one's a little bit different. cube E five zero. Use code cube50 and get 50% off 5 5-0, 50% off. So go to factormeals.com slash cube50 and you get 50% off. FactoryMeals.com slash cube 50 and you get 50% off. I'm telling you, this is something that I've tried. It's great. It's fantastic. It's easy. This helps my wife out, makes life easier on her. So it's all good. When we do this last one of the day, it's only two 44 AM. Here we go. Texas 34, Alabama, 24 Texas won the trenches. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, as I have shared on this show before. Motion-based matchup offense. He's going to move his pieces until he gets the matchup he wants, and he's not afraid to take those shots. It's exactly what happened in this game. Quinn Ewers delivered. Uh, the deep ball accuracy was something people, accuracy was something people were concerned about. Be concerned no more, because he hit him in this game. The one deep post and the dig route, I forget who the receiver was. Literally, as Quinn lets it go, he's looking, and he puts his arms up like this, like Lane, like he knew it was a touchdown already. Um, The guys we talked about last week were Tavante Sweat and some of those other interior defensive linemen for Texas. They bullied that Alabama offensive line. Now, the good news for you if you're an Alabama fan, technique and fundamentals were a big part of why this happened. Um, Getting their feet together, not having a wide enough base. Um, You know, Proctor thinking that he can get away with some of the things he probably got away with in high school, like bending at the waist or opening his hips up a little bit too early. You can't do that against elite defensive linemen. Tyler Booker pad level too high. Those things can be repaired. Those things can be overcome. The frustrating part. If you're a Bama fan, like the run game was going early. They had duo. They had some gap scheme runs going like McClellan was like, I mean, he was like, like fitting right in there. And my thought process was, if that's going and you feel like you've got the run game going, why not add the quarterback to it? And then just say, we're going to ride this thing out and we're going to try to control this game right here. And I feel like it, it almost went a little bit the other way. Um, Milrose two picks were two of the worst I've ever seen. I don't know a nice way to say that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean on him. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on him, but just staring the receiver down how you didn't see the linebacker. Like, well, um I don't know. And you had a couple of bad snaps. You had some drops, like sloppy stuff too. Penalties show back up for Alabama. Uh, it was not a clean game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I thought Jahi Moses did a couple of nice things, but then I, I'm pretty sure he hurt his ankle. I saw it on film, but he, he actually kept playing. And I, I don't know. I don't have details on what the injury was, but I know he was toughing it out for a while and still had a little bit of an impact. But. I did I thought the Alabama front seven would have a bigger impact on this game. And it didn't feel like they had you didn't see guys making explosive plays defensively. Um Sanders the tight end, Jordan Whittington the slot receiver, obviously Xavier Worthy. Like Texas has got weapons, man. That's why I picked him in the playoff. If you guys listen to the show, you know I had him in the playoff. Um they got dudes. And you know, Quinn had some hurdles in front of him mentally and emotionally. And it feels like he's overcome a few of those things. And Hey, maybe rice is just, maybe rice is better than we thought they'd be Houston. Um, but Alabama's got, this is a pretty big fork in the road for Alabama in my opinion, because you got to find out where you want to go and what you want to be and where, not only where you want to go, but how you're going to get there. And I don't think that's just quarterback. I think it's a little bit further than that. It's, can you live and die on bully ball? Um, how much balance do you think you can really operate with defensively? What needs to change? What can stay the same? Can you get to the quarterback? Do you have enough in the secondary to be able to serve? I mean, you're still going to play Ole Miss. You're still going to play LSU. You're still going to play A&M. Legit receiving course. So I, I when I say fork in the road, I don't mean like program dead, program survives. I just mean for this season, what's what's the direction going to be? What are what are the paths of success that are left for this team in 2023? And those are the decisions that are going to have to be made as to which ones can lead them down that. But Texas is a good football team, man. And give them credit for coming into that stadium where not a lot of people have done what they just did. And that's kneel on the football to close out Alabama at their place. And Brian Denny. That, that does not happen much with Nick Saban on the other sideline. So... It's really impressive. Once again, um, I appreciate you guys being with us. I'm sorry for things being discombobulated today. They will probably be discombobulated next week. I don't even know if we'll figure out a set schedule for the fall. It may just be as we can get it done. But I do want to thank you for sticking with me. And like I told you before, I, I want to deliver this information to you guys. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not. I'm not going to act like I've seen it, pretend like I've seen it. I'm either going to watch it and present it as to what I saw or we'll wait and we'll do it at three in the morning or we'll do it Tuesday. We'll figure it out. But I'm just glad you guys are with us. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, if you're on YouTube now, please like it. Please subscribe. iTunes, uh, you can go grab it there. Um, you can also go you know, grab it at Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at Cube Show on Instagram, at Cube Show on Twitter. Please go follow along there. Stick with us. Um, we're going to keep coming at you every week. Film review, share with you. Read and react. Monday nights, SEC Network with Roman Harper. McElroy and Cubic in the morning, 7 to 10 a.m. Weekday mornings, Joxfm.com, WJOX 94.5 in Birmingham. You can grab the app for that too. That's in your app store. We'll be back next week. I'm
0: tired.